because church has become a job. That's why. And people don't come to church to change no more. It's just if I come, do my obligation, then God is mandated to do this for me. So we don't come for impartation. We come for withdrawals. And we never deposit anything. So therefore, when you slide your, you know, your card in and you go to withdraw and say insufficient funds, and then that loud beep, that embarrassing beep, and everybody's standing behind you like, I knew they wasn't real. Praise God. All right, 2 Samuel chapter 6. That's where I'm at in this season. Please don't ask, I ain't just you, don't ask me, but don't ask me nothing if you don't want to know the truth. Ain't everybody do. A lot of people just lost focus. Which we're going to talk about right now. Uh, chapter 6, 2 Samuel chapter 6. Uh, I should say something about and David, you know, going to get the ark, right? Okay, let's, let's talk about this. We're going to deal with this relationally. We're going to deal with some everything. Come on up here, evangelists. Hanging in the back. Backsliders sitting in the back. Backsliders and camera crew. That's it. <laughs> hey. All right, second seven chapter six. You got it? Um, who got the who got the King James Version? All right, all right, let's read that. What does it say? He gathered who? So everybody, everybody is not supposed to be in your life. Right? He gathered the who? Chosen man. Chosen man. Chosen man. Chosen man. When you are chosen, there are everybody, everybody is not allowed to function around you. When you are chosen, there are people chosen for you. When you are chosen. Now, if you're not chosen, if you're just called, then you can do whatever you want to do in living color. But when you're chosen, your company is smaller. Right? The chosen man. Okay, go ahead. Uh huh. Stop. Notice he didn't travel with nobody that was against him. Read that again. Y'all got to wake up quick because I plan on preaching hard and short. We're going we gonna to lift off this today. He, David did what? He what? He got up. That were who? That were what? You catch that? You catch that? You catch that? Some of the conflict that we're having is because we're traveling with people that are not with us. They are around us, but they're not with us. This relational, right? We get revelational at, at, at 12 noon. Go ahead. Uh-huh. Because we got a common goal. We have a common goal. Even in our different relationships, we have a common goal. Glory. 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 
I don't care what kind of relationship, if, even if it's a business relationship, you got to be with me because the common goal is not to make money, it is glory. And it is the glory that will bring everything we need. Seek ye first the what? And what else? And what's going to happen? The kingdom and all of his righteousness is in the glory. It's in the glory. It's in the glory. So we have a common goal. So we have a common goal. Now, I hope while y'all listening to this, y'all are making the list, checking it twice, finding out who's naughty and nice, and Xing people off your life. Because some of the conflict that we may be enduring is we may need a downsize. We may have some people in our life that are not chosen. They're called. We called them or they called us. And we connected. Connections can be broken. But when you're chosen, when you're chosen to, when you're chosen, it's like a magnet. No matter how, how much you try to quit, run, hide, when you're chosen, once y'all get in the proximity of each other, it's going to be automatically, whoop, you're going to be back together. So people are not chosen if you have a falling out and y'all can't reconnect. They weren't chosen. Keep going. That ain't what I want. Uh huh. And they set the ark of God upon the new car. Yep. And brought it out of the house of Abinadab that was in Gibeah. Uh huh. And Uzzah and Ahio, the sons of Abinadab, drave the new car. Uh huh. And they brought it out of the house of Abinadab, which was at Gibeah, accompanied, accompanied the ark of God, and Ahio went before the ark. Uh huh. Threshing floor, uh huh. As a put forth his hand, as a put forth his hand to the ark of God, uh huh, and took hold of it, uh huh, for the oxen shook it, and the anger of the Lord was kindled against us, uh huh, and God smote him there for his error. His what? Error. His what? Irreverence. Irreverence. For his irreverence. For his irreverence. Because he wasn't chosen, he was called. His irreverence. His irreverence. You see that? You see that? Some, some people are falling off our lives like flies because they're irreverent. And you may like them, but God doesn't. And these are relationships because how many of y'all want the perfect will of God to be done in your life? Well, you have to be willing to let God kill some stuff. kill some people we, we're delving we, we are in a vein of soul ties you have to allow him to detox you from soul ties now what I ain't, this ain't really what I want to talk about this is an introduction I want to get down to that other I want to get down to that other part so, so because of his irreverence because they chose they chose parading over productivity see productivity takes too long because you're going to see when they're productive, it takes longer to get there. But when you're trying to parade with a motive, it, it, was, it was going, it was moving quick. 
And God is like, they're moving too fast and they're, and they're, not, they're not learning the lessons they need to learn. So I need to bring them to a transition in their life and I need to shake their world up so I can kill everything that's attached to them that wants to benefit off of them. But that does not want to put anything into your life. You got to be delivered in this season from people that are withdrawing from your life and not put nothing back in it. Because the truth of the matter is, and I know y'all looking holy and y'all got the, uh, the cocoa butt on y'all skin today, but a lot of us are too tired. We can't take another withdrawal. That's it. That's it. We, we need some people in our life to give us some deposits. Uh, we, need, we need an exchange of relationships. It is time for us to be the beneficiaries. But we have to allow God, we have to thank God. That's good right there. Preach this. You have to thank God for the threshing floor. Because had they not come to the threshing floor, they would have made it back and David would have been pimped. By people who wanted to be around the glory for its benefits. Go ahead. Go ahead. Keep going. He, it was kindled against who? Oh, Was it kindled against David? It was somebody that was attached to David that David liked, but God had a problem with. Soul ties. So the only way God could deliver David from the soul tie, he had to kill it. He had to kill it. Because God was not against David. The anger of the Lord was kindled against Uzzah. Against Uzzah. And what happened? God smote him for his irreverence. God has something against David's friend because David's friend does not reverence David's God. 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 What if, what if your life is being towed up because God got something against somebody that you connected to and you don't want to let them go? Because the truth of the matter, that is the truth. God ain't got nothing against us. It is some of the people that we got in our life and God is like, okay, you don't want to let go? Let, let, me, let me let you know how I feel about them. Now, I'm going to take your money. Let me do this. Let me make your marriage rough. Lose this, take that. And you're like, Lord, why is this happening? Why is this happening, God? You know why? Because you're attached to somebody that does not honor me. Keep going. Wait a minute, stop, one more point. And this wasn't no worldly dude. This was a preacher. This was a preacher that God had a problem with. Because we go straight to sin. We, go, we went straight out the door. We went to our neighborhood. But he was sitting up in here. You might be attached to somebody that's in the house, but don't reverence your God. So God is like, until you let them go. Familiarity is killing us, church. Because I've known you for a long time. You could be in sin and in error. But if I stay attached to you knowing that, then I... I dishonor God by my tolerance with you, even though I know your lifestyle. And I excuse your lifestyle. 
Y'all ain't saying nothing now. Keep going. He, he died right by the glory. Right by the glory. He didn't die in the streets. Wasn't no, wasn't no drive-by. Didn't nobody stab him. God smote him for his irreverence. God smote him for his irreverence because of those that approach me, I must be esteemed as holy. And because I'm a holy God, I'm going to remain holy even if I got to burn up what's unholy. Keep going. It's going to get better in a minute. God hurt David's feelings. He hurt his feelings. He hurt his feelings to make him better. See, there, there's something else on the other side of this hurt. If we, can, if we can look past that. He's hurt now, but a few more verses later, he's going to be rejoicing. Because he, he valued Uzzah too much. That's good. He thought Uzzah was his source. Because Uzzah was around the glory. So he thought because he was around it, he was in God's favor. But you can be around something, Hophni and Phineas, and God be against you. You can live in the same house, Eli, as the glory. And God be against you. See, Keep going. I'm just talking about, I'm just, I want you to evaluate your relationships. Because you might have a other in your life. Go ahead. Because you David. You David. All right, just, okay, keep going. And he called the name of the place. Perry is other until this day. Right? Go. David now, David now, Reverences God. David reverences God after God deals with Uzzah. So, David and Uzzah had the same attitude. David and Uzzah both were irreverent. But God chose to kill us up because he had no destiny and he kept David alive see I, I, I hope you feeling this in every piece of your bones because you're crying over what you lost over who left you over who walked away from you but you got destiny and it caused you to draw closer to God okay keep going Uh-oh, so we, we started traveling without, without, without investigation. So it is impossible to say that you love God relationship without investigation, interrogation, and investment. That's good. That's good. I'm going to say that again. It is, go ahead. I seen burning hand and I seen. Go ahead. How do you know if someone's an Uzzah in your life? 
you got to come to that threshing floor. When you, when you come to transitions in your life, when stuff get tight and rough and they fall off and then they come back when they get better, that's a other. That's a other. When they see no more hope of gain out of you. When you run out of money. When you cannot benefit them. And then they disappear. That's other. You, you judge your relationships by the transitions in your life. Not by the Applebee's and the Chili's and all of that. But when it get rough, who's there? Who's around you? Who's around you? When you, when you um, Naomi, flip the script and say, I'm bitter. Who turns their neck? Who turns their back? And who stands with you? Whoever turns their back on you, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. If, because see, here, here is what commitment says. Commitment says, commitment says this. Commitment says, I'm going to hold on to you even though, even though people, the world, and evidence says, let go. Oh, that was so good. You feel that? I felt that in the bottom of my feet. Jesus. That's commitment. That is commitment. But possibly, on a flip side, isn't that how we make most of the mistakes of holding on to people that we shouldn't because we see, like you just said, we see evidence. We hear that and we don't do it. How do you distinguish the difference between both? Because like you said, we may be holding on to um, people outside or inside that God is against, but we have that mentality before the wrong person. Like, you know what? I see this. I know what the world is saying. I know what everybody else is saying, but I'm still going to hold on. How can you distinguish the difference between what you're saying now and what we was talking about earlier? Okay. Just for help. Can she hold, her, can she yes. hold your baby? That was your question? Can, can, can she hold your baby? Okay. Stand up, shy. Stand up, shy. No, Devon, you too. I don't use y'all because y'all married. Commitment. Hug each other. Hold each other. Facts. Life. Oh. People. Hold on. Okay. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was part of the Facts. Day. Life. People. Evidence. Okay. But y'all still say, nope, it's mutual. Okay. Okay. It's mutual. Okay. Okay. Now. Now, what's unhealthy, now, come on, come here, Shy. Hold her. Hold her. Come on, Shy. That's what's unhealthy. That's not commitment. That's not commitment. Sodom and Gomorrah, that's not commitment. Because she was more tied to a place. She, her commitment was here. Sodom and Gomorrah. His commitment was to God and her. And he's trying to hold on to her while she's committed there. 
So they are unequally yoked because her heart is here. Oftentimes, we give our heart to people that are committed other places, to other people. Undivided attention has more to do, more, more to do than listening. Undivided attention means that, that my heart and your heart are synced. My heart is not divided. In the book of Acts, if y'all ever get there, it says, and the people with, with one heart. One heart. That means, that means one desire. Give me one pure and holy passion. Give me one magnificent obsession to know and follow hard after you. And it has to be everybody's. It has to be everybody's. So, so because I'm committed to God, I'm committed to God. I'm committed to God. I'm committed to God. I'm committed to everything God has instituted. You can be tricked, though, because if you are more committed to the institution than you are to God, you're going to compromise. Because when you're more committed to the institution than you are to God, you can hit her in the eye, knock her out. And because she thinks she's deceived, she thinks she's committed to God. Why y'all getting quiet? And the church is crazy and needs some medication, and they call that being faithful. Give me all of that. When the Bible ex, uh, explicitly says God has called us to peace. All right, praise. I'm going to leave that alone because y'all fight too hard. Um, he smote him there for his error. Keep going. Oh, Vernon. Vernon had a question. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Just a quick, simple question. What does what uh, Paris other mean? What does it mean? Um, and then why did, why did he name it that? Because it has something to do with how David saw other. It means God broke out on us. God broke out. God did. He broke out on us. That's what it means. The death of us. It is a memorial to us. Look how, look how tired he was to it. Even though he was in error, he made a memorial. So he was still soul tied after he died. Because he made a memory. Memorial. Memory. Memory. Vernon, you just unlocked something. Because a lot of stuff is dead, but we made a memorial. A memory of it. And we can't let it go. So we hold on to, I'm with Brittany now, but I hold on to pictures of me and Trinette. Perfume she bought me. Memorials. Why y'all quiet? Y'all are extra quiet. Memorials. Mem memories. Memories. 
Memories. Memories are triggered by sight, thought, smell. Memories. So we, we, we make me memorials. Memorials. They're gone, but I will always remember them. I will always remember them. And where they died, I will place a memorial. So I will go back there annually to visit, worship them. That's why I, uh-oh. Me, don't, 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 don't get mad. Don't get mad at me. This is me. This ain't you. This is why I don't travel back to the grave to see folks that's gone. They ain't there. And I'm not going to go worship, memorial. That's you. Do it. Keep doing it. That's, that's me. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. But the Bible talks about that, worshiping the dead. Okay, man, this is, y'all got to read the Bible. I'm, I'm sorry. Go, go ahead, uh, Josh. So that's why it's important to even get rid of things in your past relationship. Don't talk about physical things. It's important to get rid of them things. Memorial. Yes, sir. Memorial. If, if, um, if. And let me, just, let me just testify, first giving unto God who's ahead of my life. I want to thank God for being saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. I have had to start over two, three times because I didn't want nothing, nothing from there. You see that? You see that? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing because it's a dishonor to whoever I will come into contact with next. Okay, what have you found out? What have you found out the person you're in love with right now, half the stuff that they got came from the person they used to love? How you feel now? <laughs> but you doing it. You doing it. You doing it. It ain't that serious when it's with you. Now they, you want to burn it up and put it in the front yard and set it on fire and crucify it. Memorials. Go ahead, uh, preaching, elder. So I, I, I have two questions and a comment. So if wouldn't like if you go to the grave and stuff because I feel the same way. Wouldn't that be like not looking forward to the things above? Because we're just traveling, right? So in that kind of contrary, if we go to graves, we don't believe that we're gonna be reunited. You talking to them like they there? Exactly. And, and that's not Bible. To be absent in the body is what? Present with the Lord. Well, why are you there? Okay. Huh? Funerals are all right. They, they have funerals even in the Bible days. Like Too, a celebration. But it, it is a celebration of life. Funerals are for sinners. Wow. Home goings are for saints. That's it. And then my next question is, say like... Um, because you're so concerned with not having any soul ties or, or any irreverent connections, like, is it safe to just be like, okay, uh, for right now, God, I just cut off everyone 
When I say cut off, meaning like me and like a separation time and let Holy Spirit filter that out. And whoever needs to be there, then through Holy Spirit, God will allow them to come back. Does that make sense? Like yeah. what was never, you know what I mean? Like a cleansing, just right, everybody. Right, right, <laughs> what, what was, what, what, what was chosen by God, what was chosen by God if you, but it's, it's, a, it's a fine line between that because the devil is, he's tenacious too. But you got to have discernment because everything that comes back ain't God either. You know, you're in a season of desperation. I'm, I'm sad. I'm lonely. I'm depressed. It's February the 13th. I'm like, ooh, ooh. And then all of a sudden, somebody called me from the past, and I'm like, that's God. No, that ain't God. It's quiet again. <laughs> that's the devil taking advantage of that opportunity. Right? Right? Go ahead. Can I just say this? Um, I have made some changes, and it was like instant glorification. Like you can instantly see um, how God is came right in. Does that make sense? Like you could see the change from just obedience. Does that make sense? Because that's what reverence is: obedience. <laughs> reverence is obedience. I think uh, I gotta walk out of question. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Ask it, man. No, she asked it about the memorials, but you talked about celebration of life versus funerals and stuff like that. Because the Bible deals with it in the Levitical law, which we think is null and void, it's just been fulfilled. The, the, when it says you should not commemorate the dead, you should not make any markings on your body. I am the Lord. I don't, and when he says stuff like that, when he says you should not make any markings on your body, I am the Lord. What he's saying is I'm not going to explain myself. Just don't do it. We don't like that. Okay, read home, man. Let me get you. That is funny to me how we save and we just fight everything about the Bible. Go ahead. Huh? Right, even for now. Okay. I am the Lord. Okay, praise God. Pray for me, Sister Crump. Go ahead. That's funny. Them saints fighting. They like, I'm going to get me another one. Go ahead. But he's still the Lord. And what if that, what if that rebellion, because that's what it is, what if that keep you out of heaven? Was that ink that serious? I am the Lord. Roger that. I've had opportunities. All things are lawful. All things are not speed. I'm grown all day long. I could have had earrings and, and tattoos and everything, but he's the Lord. And... I also understand and know that now if you did this BC, I'm, I'm not tripping on you. Please don't, don't, be, don't be tripping. But I'm talking about these saints now that's going to get them. Um, you're calling. You're calling. There are places that, because now we got this, we got this craziness now that we got like, we got people like rebelling that got like, you know, tattoo parlors that say they Christian tattoo parlors. How, how you take something, to, okay, I can say, okay, I'm a Christian weed shop. Come on in. This weed is saved. We put blessed oil on our weed. Does that make it, does that make it, does that make it better? Because I put the word Christian in front of it. 
what that does is that confuses the world and now they're like, what is Christian? I'm saved then. There's got to be a difference between the the what? Y'all got to practice them scriptures. Y'all got to go back to reading them. You pass the blessing joints and go on back to them. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Britta had a question. Um, I actually have two questions. One, yes, ma'am. Let's stick with the tattoo thing for a second. What if um, BC, you had a tattoo of somebody <laughs> and their name? Now uh -huh. we're talking about soul ties. We're talking about pictures and right. things like that. So how would you go about something like that? And if you've already know that you've been released from the soul tie, is that something that's necessary to take care of or just before you enter another relationship? There, there, there are things that they can do to remove it if that's a route you want to take. But other than that, you're not held to that. Now, if it, if it convicts you, condemns you, then okay. When you look at it and you, and you go back to that place, then there needs to be something. There needs to be something done. Me, what I would do personally, I would, I would either go get it done or get something put over it, scratch it out, or either, um, you know, get it, get it taken off of me because, because I may be delivered, but it may keep them attracted to me. Okay, go ahead. And my other question is, I'm pretty sure I know the answer, but um, just somebody else might have the same question. If you feel that you know that you need to break ties with somebody, um, but it's somebody that you may come into contact with on a regular basis, let's say it's just somebody in here or, you know, whatever the case right, may right, be, right, right. Um, what is the best way to go about that? Is it just not giving them access? And Because you still have to show exactly. each other love and everything like that. So I just wanted you to kind of clarify that part. So like if, if, if the Holy Spirit was like mm, Marcus <laughs> I need you to get rid of, I need you to cut Josh off. Ooh, I am the Lord. Ooh, and go away. Then there's a way that I can cut Josh off without cutting Josh. And that simply means Hey, Josh, man, how you doing, man? Love you, man, so much. Hey, man, um, Holy Spirit been moving on me lately, man, and I'm going to be in a season of consecration, so if I don't reach out to you as much, don't take it personal. Just sitting up in my room, you know, up here thinking about him. I must confess I'm a mess without you. Okay, praise God. So, all right, so that's, that's how you do that one. That's how you do that one. You, 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 make it, you make it what it is without telling them it's about them. I'm in a season of consecration, and God is calling me. So if you, if you reach out to me and I don't answer, man, don't, don't take it personal. Baby, 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 take it. Okay, that's, that's the only thing you do. And then you just you move on, and then they, they understand. And then after a while, after a while, God might say, okay, now you can go back and talk to him, but stay here. Because sometimes God does that temporarily to reestablish boundaries. Because we allow people to break them, and God will say, no, take a break for a minute. Reestablish boundaries. So when you come back into contact with them, they try to break their wall. You be like, oh, stop. Yep. And you keep doing And it's easier now because you've been away from them. Sometimes it's hard for us to tell people what's right because we're around them too much. You see what I'm saying? Go ahead, read on. 
Shy, go ahead, Shy, baby. Oh, um, you had, um, when Brittany made the reference about like getting that soul tie name covered up, uh -huh. so it's okay to get a tattoo to cover up that? I would just get it covered up. I don't know, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm a rookie when it comes to that. I ain't got them. I don't know. I don't know what the process well, it's expensive is. Expensive to get them removed, and it hurts really bad. So, to get that, you would just get another tattoo, like a heart or something to cover it up. I don't know. Like, no, I would just blot it out, make it a square or something. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, I would just fill it in like a square or something like that, because I'm not. I'm not going there for another tattoo. Hey, just get this off me. So if it was, if it was. If it was something like this big, then okay, man, just make this a circle or something. Because, because I'm not caring about that no more. You know, it's not a style or nothing like that. It's about, what's that circle for? You know, uh, praise God, man. It's just something. And it might open the door for witnessing. Why you got a circle on your chest? Hey, well, I had a tattoo right here, and I discovered that I was so tied to a person, and this kept me connected to him. So what I did is I went and got got it blotted out. And they were like, what? What's a soul tie? So you see what I'm saying? Okay, keep going. Verse 10. So David, David, look, look, look what happened. Look at the soul tie. He made a memorial. We got stuck right there. Memorial. And because of his memorial, he, he wouldn't mess with God. Because he didn't like what God did, he wouldn't mess with God for a season. Because God messed up his plan, he wouldn't mess with God for a season. Ain't that what it say? And so David would not what? David would not remove the ark of the Lord unto him into the city of David. So he would not move it where it was supposed to be because of what God messed up. God messed up. Go ahead. So he brought it to he brought it to a house of Obed Edom, right? Keep going. Man, what time is it? Okay. It continued. It, it didn't say it stayed in the house. It said it continued. Wow! It continued. It can. He was just. He's just as much God in the house. As he is in the palace. So after you get him here, it's supposed to continue in the house. I'm going to say that again. After you get him here, it's supposed to continue in the house. Because if it continues in the house... Then the only thing we're doing is we're transporting glory from house to church, from house to church, and it's getting greater, and we are consistent, and we're not bipolar, and we're not up, and sometimes down, and sometimes level to the ground, and Jesus can't work it out if you let him, and all of these songs that deal with our emotions. You know, you won't have to have no exodus. This is my exodus. You're supposed to have one of them. Why y'all quiet? And you keep having exoduses every week. Oh, y'all not liking me right now. Because y'all like these emotional songs. This is my exodus. Oh, my, I'm coming out of my 
my exodus. My self-esteem is coming back up. My exodus. Why did it go back down? If, if you're supposed to be a new creature. If old things supposed to be passed away. All things supposed to be made new because all things are now supposed to be of God. Hmm. Because you can come out of Exodus wrong. That's why you keep having Exoduses. Okay, praise God. Keep reading. Roll on to. It was told, hey, David, check this out. Check this out. We in this big old kingdom here, and God is, God is blessing that house. God is blessing that little bit old house. And we over here in this big old kingdom. And it's big, but it's something missing. Keep going. Not, he, he didn't just bless his house, but everything that pertained to him. His roaches was blessed. His sheep had the Holy Ghost. Everything that pertains to him was blessed. Not just him. If he made some bread, it just supernaturally increased because God was in it. Everything that pertained to him. That means everything that concerned him. Because he honored God in his house. Notice, notice, where the, where, notice, where, notice where the blessing of everything that pertained to him deals with. Not the city of David, but the house. Sister Crumpet, we get our house right. It's easy to bless God in here. We get our house right. And can I tell you the truth, Sister Crumpet? Because you, you, you with me. We ain't got that many demonic problems. We got house problems. We got like a lack of, because this relationship class, right? We got like a lack of kissing problem, a lack of hugging, a lack of intimacy. You know, we become professional in marriage problems. We don't sit next to each other. We don't hold hands. You know, we don't sit around the table and eat together. Why y'all quiet now? We too busy. We see each other in passing. We don't even kiss before we leave the house no more. All right, I'll see you later. All right. Oh, y'all quiet now. We don't want no more relationship class. No, that's what the problem is. Don't come in here trying to make everything spiritual. Kiss! Go see the Lion King. Lift that little seat up in the middle and sit next to each other. Get up under her. Why y'all quiet, y'all? Because you done got so holy. And you want to bind the devil. And the devil is like, it ain't me. This is, y'all, house problems. And if you stare it up in your house, you'll bring what you, because that's the only thing you're doing. You're bringing your house to church. That's the only thing you're doing. You ain't fooling us. You're bringing your house right up in here. And now everybody looking at you like, mm-hmm. And a brother like me, a brother like me, if you murdered, 
Now you preaching hard. I ain't looking at you. I'm looking at your spouse. If they're not rejoicing, I'm going to be like, mm, mm, I hear you hollering, preacher. Missionary, you better get in home and do your first works over again. You telling everybody to say yeah, but go home and you say yeah. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Jesus. It was so that when they, that better, okay, okay, okay. David saw that the house was getting blessed. They was like, oh man, it work in the house? If it work in the house, it got to work here. So David went, watch this, and brought up the ark of God from the house of Obed-Edom into the city he took it from the house when it worked right in the house one house could take a city when it worked right in the house the house didn't take the neighborhood the house took the city wow but there was a posture that you got to get see here is the problem here is the problem everybody in here is carrying glory we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. We preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord. Right? 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 Get there. Second Corinthians. Get there. Get there. Get there. So all of us have glory, but it's the way we're carrying it. With gladness. With gladness. With gladness. If you have a treasure in earthen vessel. You cannot allow circumstantial evidence to make you neglect the treasure and not carry it with gladness. And it was so when they, they that bread ark, I got to hurry up because I ain't want to do none of this. I want to get down to the bottom of this joint. Um, bear the ark of the Lord. Y'all ain't offended because I called it a joint, did you? Okay, praise God. Um, they that bear the ark of the Lord had gone six paces. He sacrificed oxen. And fatness. Relationships cost, y'all. They cost. They cost. They cost. It's an expensive cost. It is a consistent dying to self. Do you hear that, Josh? Relationship is a consistent dying to self. There's no wheels in relationship. Compromise is king. Communication is king. So if I say, I feel, you cannot negate my feeling. If Vernon say, I feel like, you can't negate his feelings. That's his feelings. You don't counter his feelings with your facts. You seek to understand why he feels that way. And then you give him understanding on how you perceived it, and then y'all work through it. Y'all ain't saying nothing. But we fight feelings with facts. I feel like you don't love me like you used to. Girl, you better suck it up. You know I love you. Look how long we've been together. And her dad ought to kick you in the side of your head. Because he didn't give his daughter to you to tell her to suck it up. Oh, 
Lord, they quiet, and I feel a judo chop coming. He ceased to be a boy when he turned 18. He was not released to you to call him a boy. You see that? You see that? Seek to understand. Seek to understand. You have to be delivered. We all. Because y'all ain't saying nothing. That's how I know I'm all in the house because it's my house. That the Holy Spirit has put me over. And we have to be delivered, all of us, from a spirit of control. Because we seek to control. We seek to control and not, we don't seek understanding. You need to spend more time with me. Control. Control. Because it's in the way you said it. Hey, you've been working a lot lately. Can we, you know, can we sit down and discover a way? Can we go out a little more? You see that? That comes off a hole and that Vernon ain't going to, he ain't going to be, what? Because you come at a brother that first way? Oh, he finna buck. Even if you right, he finna buck. Mm-mm, he finna buck like a bull. He coming out like, who you talking to? You don't tell me what, but if you come right, if you come right, A house is built by his hands, but it's maintained by your words, women. Your words. Your words. Your words. Your words are what keep the house going. Because your words, your words affect him and influence them. Mm. So they're going to know how to treat daddy based off what they hear mama say. And then our man, our hands build. Watch this. But the security of our house is in our words. Like words like, like, just go off the, I know you had, I know it's in you. It's in your old shot. Just go off the chain right quick. You told me. Hey, 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 but it's going to be all right. You see that? I can't, I ain't going to snap back with her. I'm going to be like, it's going to be all right. Yeah. Everything good. I know where we at. It's fine. If I got to go do this, 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 we're going to make it. Yeah. And you know what happens? You know what happens? The next thing going to happen is she's going to break down and cry. It's just so, it's just, just so much. Right. Then that's when you comfort. Then she, you comfort her. She calm down. And then what a fellowship. What a joy divine. Leaning on the everlasting arm. Praise God. You sow seed into the ministry. You raise that offering. Amen. Praise God. Okay, so it went from the, it went from the house to the city. Um, relationships cost, right? Flip. David, he did what? Before the Lord. Before the Lord. You're going to dance when you get it right. When you get it right, you will dance. It's hard for us to shout because we know we are not doing it right. We have to be pumped and primed because we did not do it right. 
but you will automatically dance when you get it right. Condemnation is the killer of shouting. It's the killer of dancing. But when you do it right, even if you don't see the results yet, the fact that I did it right, I'm going to dance. Because when you do it right, according to this scripture, it's going to look like a loss before you get a gain, before you get a W. Because he's sacrificing. He's sacrificing. He's sacrificing. And every six paces, he sacrifices and dances. Every six paces, he sacrifices and dances. Every six paces, he takes a loss and he dances. Because he know, he know it looked like he's taking a loss, but he's progressing. He's progressing. He's progressing. Stuff is dying, but I'm moving forward. I got less, but I'm further. Friends are falling off, but I am closer. So in essence, what David was doing was laying aside every weight and the sin, which so easily besets him. And he was running with patience the race that was set before him, looking unto glory, Jesus, the author and finisher of his faith. So he danced before the Lord. Look, check this out. Check this out. Check this out. Check this out. When he did it right, Sister Crump, he didn't just dance. He danced with all of his might. The first time he danced, because life had too much, took too much out of him to give God everything. But now that he's taking this loss, he's dancing with all of his might. And he was girded with the linen ephod. He was girded in prayer. Okay, ending up. So David, on the house of Israel, brought up the ark of the Lord with shouting. They brought it with, it was noisy. It was loud. They brought it with shouting and with the sound of the trumpet. Flip, 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 flip. And the ark of the Lord came into the city of David. Oh, this is what I want right here. <laughs> the ark of the Lord came into the city of David. Michelle's, Michelle, listen, what it, listen, listen how they identify her. Saul's daughter. Saul's daughter. Supposed to be David's wife, but she is identified as Saul's daughter. Saul's daughter. Um, you know when you get mad? Yeah. And then you go back to your maiden name? Ain't no Robinson, I'm a Jones. Saul's daughter. You identified by where you come from. Because you're mad at where you're at, even though it's better. Look through a window. She looked through a window. She looked through what God blesses through, the window. She's standing in front of the window, right? That is so good. Malachi 3, I will open you the what? And pour you out what? So she's hindering the blessing because she's standing in the window. Right? Who does she see? y'all. Wait a minute. It is 30,000 people with David. How in the world did you spot him out of all them people? (laughs) 
Jealousy, envy. Well, I, I ain't gonna say jealousy because I'm gonna deal with jealousy. I'm gonna deal with this. Ooh, I'm gonna mess y'all up about this jealousy because mm, your your taste test. It is your godly right to be jealous. Come on. As a wife, as a husband, that's y'all right. That's y'all right. Book of Exodus it says. I brought you out. I am the Lord. My name is Jealous. My name is Jealous. He said, my name is Jealous. He said, he is jealous for me. Love's like a hurricane. I am a tree bending beneath. Y'all got to learn them songs too, y'all. But check this out. Check this out, prophetess. Check this out. Um, God is a jealous God. We were made in the image and likeness of God, right? Right, right, right? Oh, so jealousy is in us. Y'all don't want to, y'all don't, y'all don't want to shake y'all head because y'all ain't got a jealous bone in my body. Stop lying. Stop your lying. Stop your lying. You just ain't had nothing to be jealous about. So if God is jealous, God is jealous. We made his image and likeness, right, right, right. He's jealous over Israel. He calls her his bride. He's jealous over her. He said, don't have no other gods in my face. He said, don't entertain. Don't be entertaining nothing else. Because I know what I paid for you, and I know what I've invested in you, and I know what I have planned for you. 2911. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord. Thoughts of good and not of evil. Because, see, I know the motive of that person you entertaining. And they can't fulfill you like I can. Because I'm God and my name is Jealous. And I, I took you out when you were not a people and made you a people. I cleaned you up. So don't bring no other gods in my face, right? So this is how he talks about Israel. This is how he talks about his bride. Y'all got to read the book of Song of Solomon. I know it's confusing, but read it in the ghetto version. Is that a bless your life. It is God speaking to Israel and Israel talking back to God. A husband and a wife talking about each other. And he's describing her beauty and he's, her elegance and all of that luscious goodness because Israel is his bride. So when his image and his likeness, right? So then when you go to Ephesians, your book, the stuff you like to quote, husband, love your wife, Christ love the church, wives, obey your husbands in all things. So if marriage, he said, but I speak this concerning Christ and the who? So he, it equates Christ now and the church as husband and wife. He is jealous over her. He died for her. He fought off death. And hell for her. So he is jealous over you. Within, listen to what he says. I have loved you with an everlasting love. So when somebody tells you, girl, don't be jealous. You better stop that. Because jealousy, y'all... In marriage, 
Jealousy is a, is a, is a, mm, shot ain't gonna like this, Devon ain't gonna like this. Jealousy to you is a trigger that somebody is too close to your investment. Right. Amen. That somebody, jealousy is a, is a, is a holy inclination from God to say, something ain't right about that. Okay, so Michelle's in the window, looked through the window, saw King David dancing, leaping before the Lord. Listen to what happens. She despised him. She despised him. What does it mean to despise somebody? I like how y'all automatically go to that dictionary. I love that. To despise him. In her heart, she tried to hide it because she was benefiting off of him. Holding contempt. Holding contempt, that means she thought she had evidence on him. So this, this was something against his character because she didn't understand praise. Because she was carnal. Carnal people, saints of God, cannot judge holy character. She despised him in her heart. Flip it. And they brought the ark of the Lord, set in the place, tabernacle, David pitched it, burnt offerings, peace offerings. David made an end offering, burnt offerings, and peace offerings. He blessed the people in the name of the Lord of hosts. Flip it. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. Flip it. So, there it is. This, I did all that for one verse. Then David returned to bless what? He, he returned to bless his what? He returned to do what? So it, was, it, it blessed the house. So David knew it works in the house. Brings it to the city to bless individual houses. He sends the people of the city back to their individual houses with a piece of the glory that they just brought. So the whole city is now blessed. And now he's going back to his house to bless his house. Because in order for God to take the city, he has to bless every house. So now when he walks in his house to bless his house because he was concerned about his house but he says my house can go last because I understand my responsibility as a leader I'm going to bless their houses some of y'all too stingy to lead because you can't wait to last so Michelle the daughter of Saul came out to meet David Listen, look how strategic God is, Sister Crump. God is so strategic that he would not let Michelle curse David's house. David was on his way to the house, but she came outside of the house. Because if you argue in the house, the argument stays in the walls of the house. Ah. To confront him. Wait a minute, she's ghetto. She comes outside of the house to confront him. Who's outside, y'all? Everybody. Everybody. 
So God is looking at the spirit of dishonor on David's, well, Saul's daughter because she has a spirit of dishonor on her that she did not honor him as a man, as her husband, nor as the priest, nor as the king. Sarcasm, how glorious was the king of Israel today, who uncovered himself today in the eyes of the handmaidens and of his servants, as one of these ghetto vain fellows do. Shamelessly uncovered himself. Flip it. David, David says, okay, you're going to get it where you dealt it. Outside. It was before the Lord, which chose me for your daddy. Take that one. And before all his house, take that second one. To appoint me ruler over the people of the Lord, over Israel. Therefore, I will play before the Lord. And I will be more vile than thus. And I will be, you know, based in my own sight. And, in the maid, and, and of these maidservants, these women that you, you are insecure She's not jealous. She's insecure. Which thou hast spoken of, of them shall I be had in honor. Flip it. Therefore, Michelle, the daughter of Saul, had no child until the day of her death. You know why she had no child? Mm. He divorced her. He put her away. I said all of that to say this. Stay out your past. Stay out your past. Because when you study scripture, Michelle was his wife that he got for Goliath. Really wasn't supposed to get her, was supposed to get another one, but he gave her to somebody else and said, you can have Michelle. And he said in his mind, Saul says, she'll be a thorn in his side. She never served God. She was an opportunist. She was after position. That's why when David climbed out the window, one day y'all going to read the Bible. That's why David climbed out the window. She put her guards in the bed. And then when she left, she went and married somebody else with a position. Because that's what she was after. She was after a position. Because when David climbed out the window, in her mind, he'll never be king. So he will never get the position that I desire. So she went and got another position, and she was happily married to him. And David went in his past when he became king and went back and got somebody that didn't want him. Pulled her away from her husband and made her come. And because he went back in his past, his past blasphemed him in front of the people. Everybody that left, everybody that's gone, gone for a reason. Let them stay gone. What we try to do is we try to resurrect old relationships, resurrect old friendships, because now we're in a different place. If you're in a different place for a reason. Ghetto can't come into destiny. Ratchet can't dwell with righteousness. And because David couldn't stay out his past, look what it cost him. Embarrassment. How embarrassing do you think that is for the whole, the whole Israel to know he married? 
he praising God. And they look up and see his wife looking out the window like she's better than them. How long do you think that church is going to last? How long do you think that church is going to last when people like the pastor, but they don't like his wife? Why y'all quiet? Y'all are quiet. Y'all like religious quiet. Like this stuff don't go on. How long do you think people are going to like the wife and not like the husband and deal? Not too long. So David had to make a decision. To the left, to the left. I shouldn't have never went and got you. Try to give you an opportunity because my loyalty, my loyalty to your daddy made me do it. David messed up in his kingship because he kept trying to reach out and reconcile with unreconcilable people. One time he went and tried to reconcile and they shaved off half his men's beard and he got mad. The only person that David could bless was Mephibosheth. Then he sat at David's table continuously. But everybody else of the house of Saul, they fought him. They blasphemed him. They threw rocks at him. And you know what David did? His loyalty wouldn't let him respond. Wow. Wow. Sometimes a response is very much in order. You don't sit by, uh-oh. And let people kill your character and dog you. You don't dog them back, but a response is in order. And here is the response. If y'all two talking about me, bruh, let's, let's rap. What the problem is. Let's work this out. Let's see, let's see what this is, because I'm hearing all this around me, but bring it to my face. A response. Why y'all quiet again? Because y'all just want to hold your peace. Let the Lord fight your battle. Sometimes mouths got to be open. And stuff got to be said. Sometimes you don't pray about stuff, Sister Crump. Devil coming through your house running cat raggedy. No, amen. Hey, we need to rap. Family meeting. Y'all just acting crazy around here. I done prayed about it. Now I'm about to knock one of y'all out. Sit down. But we are frustrated because we put everything on the spiritual. <laughs> and we don't think we got to do nothing. They ain't saying be ghetto because some of y'all, y'all take this as permissive to go cuss folks out and slap folks. No, a proper response. A sound response. Because if you respond to it when it happened, it won't make you mad. Stuff makes you mad because you, it, it has been reoccurring. But when you see it, you deal with it. And you shut it down and you move forward. But you wouldn't have to deal with it if you stay out your past. Don't go get nobody else. Stop calling folks from your past. 
Because your history got history on you. And if you bring it back, it's going to tell some folks some stuff about you you don't want, to, you don't want them to know about. If you, if you do me a favor before we go into service, if you look on your phone, if you swipe it, there's a button. You hit contacts, folks that you ain't. There's a button called delete. It's powerful. It erases everything. Because you don't remember nobody number. It erases it. Bloop. Erase it from your contacts. Erase it from everything. Because ain't no sense of going back there if you're done with it. You done with it? You done with it? Why why you need why you need why you need a dude's phone number if you got divorced? Why you need girls' phone numbers if you got shot? That says you ain't done with it. Well, you know, we was just, no, you ain't done with it. You got a safety net. You got a plan. Why we quiet? Why we quiet? I'm talking to married, single, confused, dizzy, everybody. Unhealthy friends, ratchet friends. You say, right? Well, you know, we've been cool for a long time, so you ain't done with it. So there's still some ratchetness in you that they can identify with. You want excellence. You want perfection. You want somebody that's ready to go into destiny, but you're not ready to get rid of that garbage. God himself ought to bring his left hand down and slap you across your whole face. Because we are fooling with people that want to destroy our destiny. You, you, you going to believe God? Erase all your hustling contacts. Bloop, 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 delete, 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 delete. That's believing God. When there's nothing else to go to. You know that song, I won't go back, I can't go back. Next time you sing that song, pull, it, pull your phone out. Where you to be? And then start to leave. Send your presence, King. Chain. Goodbye, devil. Oh, Facebook page. Who ah. won't delete, delete, delete? Oh, Snapchat page. Delete, 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 delete. Why you still got them around? To rest here for a minute. Because we're too cantankerous for destiny. How can God give you new connections when you don't let go of old attachments? God said he's going to do a new thing. He is. Look what happens at in the desert. The desert is meant to dry stuff out and kill it by not nourishing in it. Oh, but you nourish them relationships. Every blue moon, you hit them up. Just to check in. To make sure just in case it get hard. 
Every season of your life. I know it. They're going to put 22 minutes on that clock at 12, and I promise you I'm going to make it happen. Oh, but you connected to the wrong stuff. Relationship class. I'm ready to get married. No, you ain't. You got seven women in your phone you still fooling with. And God is like, uh, nope. You ain't ready to get married. I forbid you. Because you will hurt them. You will hurt them by what you don't want to let go of. I'm trusting God to build this church. No, you don't. Because you're still connected to this one, this one, this one, this one, this one. And don't even know all four of them working witchcraft against the church and you talking to them. I am believing God to build my business. And they're like, I'm with you. And they're behind your back, dogging you. Stealing your connections. Draining. Well, I can do it for this. I can do it for that. Back doing you. And God is like, y'all ain't ready for destiny. Because y'all handing too many blessings that I give y'all to the world. Holy Spirit is talking to you. Before you get in praise and worship and shouting hard, he wants you to be lighter. Delete. Erase. Some of y'all soul tied to Facebook. You see how, you see how that holy hush came? Because God done told you. He, he, he made me. I ain't no Instagram. He made me delete mine. Oh, look at the church. I ain't even looking at them, but I feel them. Oh, oh, oh. That's a demon. People would rather not eat than not go on the internet. I just not eat. I, you know, I, I need my intranet. Y'all ain't saying that. I'm looking at y'all. I'm looking at y'all right up through here. I ain't got no life because you live on the internet. But God's supposed to bless you. Y'all mad too. I'll chop you with this microphone. Soul tied. If you can't delete a Facebook Watch this. Watch this. What, what, if, what if destiny came in your face right now and said, Edward, I'm, a walk, I'm, I'm here and I'm going to do everything you want me to do. But you got to get off social media. Forever. You see that? You see that? You see that? We ain't ready for that. Because the first thing we're going to do, well, that's how I stay connected to me. We are my friends. Soul ties. Soul ties. Soul ties. Soul ties. Soul ties. Soul ties. The Lord had to deliver my bones from that Instagram. Because I had found myself, I was looking, I was like laughing at dumb stuff. Look at I'm like... Lord, I could be studying my Bible. Delete. I know it. I know it. I know it's for your ministry. I know it is. I know it. I know it. It's for you. Now, I understand business, but let it be about business. I understand it. I understand ministry, but I got one and I ain't got none of that. You know why? 
Because the ministry is about him. If he going to build it, he going to build it his way. Jesus didn't have no Instagram, did he? But his fame spread throughout what? The world. Paul didn't have no Facebook, did he? He wasn't FaceTiming nobody, was he? They wrote letters with their own hands. They didn't even have texts. You see, that's a stronghold, though. That's a stronghold. Because God talking to some of them right now, they ain't going to delete it. They'll come off for a week. And then they're going to say they went into prayer and the Lord told them they can have it back. But just delete some people. And they're unfruitful. The root of poverty is the internet. You're so busy searching and looking and laughing and he, 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 reading all these inspirational stories that poverty is overtaking you because you ain't doing nothing. And God is like, I want my people to be blessed. Come out from, come out from her. Revelation. Come out from her, my people. Come out from Babylon. See, God is dealing with me in a whole different way, Elder Robinson. Because it's a system. It's a system. It's a system and they, and they can track you. Have you ever noticed, have you ever noticed that you can look at something or you can be thinking about something? Sometimes you can even say something on your phone and then an ad will pop up. Boop. Sometimes it feels like watching. But y'all laughing, but they are. They are. They are. Look at this little granddaddy app they got. Yeah, to make you look like a granddaddy and a grandmama. They're getting your information off of it. But it's fine, Pastor. It's free, too. Go ahead. Make yourself look old. There's going to be 27 people with your Social Security number. But you don't care about your credit. You care about your followers. We use the internet for, for silly stuff. Don't even know what Experian is. Expedia. TransUnion. Try that. Spend a couple of hours on that. Be on your phone consolidating debt because I can guarantee you it's at least six things on your credit that ain't yours. And you know what they do? They love, they keep you distracted. You see, we don't care about nothing like that, though. This is where I'm at. Maybe because I'm getting older. I'm looking forward to 40, Sister Crump. I'm looking forward to it. Then I can just tell y'all off, and y'all won't be looking at me, this young man. No, nah, I'll be considered in the crew then. I'm looking forward to it. And then y'all really going to get it when I turn 40. Me and Sister Dina had a talk. Ooh, Mrs. Dina had a wonderful talk. I'm going to be like Sister Dina. I'm going to just let y'all have it. You're going to be like, Pastor turned 40. He tripping. 